So let's everybody warm up, get to it. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Seeker. Part of the thing. They're, They're just so soft. <laughs> Do you wash your dishes with palm olive? <laughs> wash dishes? I was like, girl. <laughs> dishwasher. Yes, I load the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> yes, honey. <laughs> I, 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 I got this. What do you mean, got this? Of course you got this. Yeah, I, mean, I was just saying I was going to do it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I was, okay. Kids, please help me. But for real, these where are we at? What uh, which uh? Matthew twenty-one. Matthew twenty-one, verses twenty-eight to thirty-two. The parable Glout. of the two sons. Is it cold in here, you guys? It is. A little bit. And you took your jacket off. Oh, Once we started getting preachy, you took your jacket off. Yeah. Are we recording right now? Right now. No. The parable of the two sons. What? But what Oh, Julie. We have Sorry. never, we have never jumped a verse. That's oh, yeah. never happened. Nobody's been so eager to read. I know we stepped on each other. I Ouch! Because we were planning on handing it right back to Daniel as soon as we got done. Well, yeah. All right. If I read the verse, I don't have to say anything smart. Julian, take read. it. <laughs> no, no. After you. Uh, but what do you think? A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward, he regretted it and went. Then he came to the second and said, Likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said to him, The first. Jesus said to them, Assuredly, I say to you, the tax collectors and harlots enter the kingdom of God before you. For, for John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, but tax collectors and harlots believed him, and when you saw it, you did not afterward relent and believe him. So this parable, I think, needs context. The context of this is the triumphal entry. Jesus comes into Jerusalem for the last time and he's greeted by the crowd, right? He rides in on the donkey. They're laying the palm branches down. Children are singing hosannas. He goes up to the temple and he cleanses the temple, right? He drives out the money changers. Then we see him curse the fig tree. The barren fig tree gets cursed. And then in Matthew 21 and verse 23, Jesus comes into the temple The chief priests and the elders of the people confronted him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? So Jesus is addressing that question, and he does it first by asking them about John. He says, John's baptism, where'd that come from? Come from heaven or come from men? And they say, we don't know. So this parable is in response to them saying, we don't know where John's baptism comes from. That This is him teaching them about authority. And about understanding when God is active, right? That's what he's teaching them here, Mm -hmm. which is a really powerful lesson because he's like, you guys still don't get it. You had John. He was here. 
he was the voice in the wilderness. He was making the crooked paths straight for me to walk. And you still don't understand. You still don't see what's going on. Because all these people that you look down on, that you think have no place in the kingdom, they got it. And they're going to get in line before you because you won't understand. So, like, how impactful is that for us? Right. Right? When we have the complete revealed word of God, we have the entirety of the scripture, the entirety, the whole inspired word, and we are still hemming and hawing over, you know, like, quibbling over minor points or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Still not getting it. Still not seeing what the big picture is. What the overall the overall message of the gospel, of the good news of Jesus. Like that's what we have to grasp and we have to understand where that comes from. And then we have to get after it like that first son did. Yeah. Yeah. I like how the first son um he answers, I will not. No. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I could totally see that happening. Um, but aren't we that first son all the time? You know, we read what we need to do. You know, we hear the message of what we're supposed to do, and we don't do it. Or we don't do it consistently, or we halfway do it. Um, but, you know, the son that figures it out, you know, and realizes it, mm-hmm. And then turns it around and then goes and does it. Like, that's that's us, right? If we're searching for the truth and striving for the truth, we might resist it. We might not always go willingly, but um, that's the goal of us all, though, is to just, you know, to you know pull ourselves together. It's not about us. It's not our will. It's not what we want to do. This is kind of like the last parable, you know, the same kind of thing. What does God want us to do? Okay. Just, let's go out and do it. Let's run this race. And it's honest. It is, it's just, it's, it's, it's them being honest, mm-hmm. you know. Do, do you read these things and you, and, and you want to follow? No, I don't. Because, right. you know, selfishly, it's about me. Right. But then it says they regretted it. Like, they, you, get a, you start getting this full picture of the gospel. I, you said it all perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, what Jesus has done for you this story redeeming and you go oh I do regret that I messed up very forgiving father loving fathers like come on home um, but in many ways um, I, I want to be this person even though you know the the opening's not so good um, but I think in, in many ways we're sometimes the second person mm-hmm. because we're churched man come on Sundays, we got yeah. to sing. But we just say that we want to do it, but we don't do anything. And and, and our saying we want to do it is just coming on Sunday and sitting down in that seat yeah. and taking communion. And we think we did the job. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. We come to, you know, just show up. We're not showing up. And, you know, I just, I think of so many passages where the Lord looks at, uh, you know, people's, where, you know, it, the way people choose to worship him. Um, according to what they think is right. And he just says, it, calls it vain, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, filthy rags. And it, it is very much not, um, it is not fitting for the kingdom to just say, yes, I'll do it, but not ever do it. Mm-hmm. And 
Everyone else may think that we're doing it. We're not doing a thing. And it's funny because then very quickly people feel that they should pass judgment on those that they on the first group. The ones who say, I won't do it. They're like, look at them. <laughs> they wouldn't do it. And I showed up and I did it. But what did you do? Right. You just got in your car and showed up on right. Sunday. I hate to always use Sunday, but it's it's easy to use. Sure. You know? And your your point goes straight straight to the heart of the question Jesus asks in thirty one. Which of the two understood the will of the Father? Is that what it says? Yes. No, no, did, no. It did says, the which will. of the two did? Which of the two did yeah. the will of the Father? There's a huge gulf between understanding the will of the Father and doing the will of the Father. Oh, yeah. Fair. And yeah. which one of those matters? Mm-hmm. Doing the will of the Father. Yeah. It's not which of the two understood it. It's which one did it. Which one took the steps to to actuate God's will in their life, in their actions, in their behavior, in their intention. Yeah. It makes you wonder sometimes, and I wonder about myself, it's, do you get it? Because it's almost like if you get it, if you really understand it, then you would surely do it. You know, like, if if we're sitting in this room right now, and we got a phone call, and they said, somebody's going to blow through that door and shoot us all in five minutes. If we really got that, we'd leave. Sure. But do we really get it, you know, do we really believe it? I mean, dead faith. <laughs> can't get out of James. We can't. We can never get out of James. Yeah. <laughs> James like the magnet right. that brings us back. Dead faith. Well, yeah, I hear that, you know, quite often about if, you know, if we really believed, um, then it would be, uh, you know, easier for us. We'd really want to do that. That would just become who we are. And, um, and so I might disagree with myself in two seconds here, but um, I'm just trying to, I guess, articulate my thoughts. And we 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 come with a, a predisposition to sin, to like have this desire of the flesh be stronger than anything, right? That pulls us in that direction. I don't know about stronger than anything, but um, it's certainly a big deal for us to have to deal with, you know. Sin is so tempting in our lives. There's so many things that we want to be doing other than doing what God wants us to do. And um, so I think it kind of goes, you know, to the the first son saying, no, I don't want to do it. And, you know, the first son, no, I don't want to do it. Because, like, the, the temptations of the world, the things the world wants me to do are so much more appealing because they just strike my senses right now so powerfully. The things of God don't strike our senses right now. They're detached from that. You know, they're future thinking, um, more abstract and conceptual than like immediate gratification kind of a thing. Um, so even though I hear that sometimes that, you know, that if, if our faith is in the right place and whatnot, that that everything else should just fall away and we should just... I don't know if I 100% buy that because I think no matter what, sins and temptations can be right there like just trying to drag us back down. And I don't feel like when we have a perfect understanding of Scripture that suddenly it gets easy. I don't know that it ever gets easy. I think the fight's always on. Yeah. You know, um, that that's what makes passages like Romans 12, 1 and 2 so strong, man. Like we have to be renewed. And that's 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 a process that is continual 
to like drive out what's bad, drive in what's good. And I was thinking about what you were saying, like lust. Back to James, uh, the definite, <laughs> you know, what makes it bad is that it's a desire that comes from our own heart. Like it's a desire in us. Mm-hmm. And if we think about it, like the desires that are in us, which when we act on them gives way to lust, gives way to sin. Right. Um, if we if we can figure out a way, and it's not even us figuring it out, it's using the Lord to make the desire in us be back to the Beatitudes, be what is seeking and hungering and thirsting for righteousness, we start changing that desire in us to be a desire for the Lord. Like It's a process, but the more we kind of change this desire, then what we're hungering for and thirsting for, and I don't want to say lusting for, but then the desire of our heart is actually the things that the Lord desires. And so that's the process, and then we we find ourselves chasing those things, and the things of the world kind of they kind of melt away. But it's still the process back to Romans uh, one and two to drive it out and mm-hmm. to like be constantly just beating on it. You know, Paul said that he yeah. old King J he buffets his body to bring it into subjection. Like that's hardcore. It takes a lot to do that. I think to your point, and to go back to the parable, is it's understanding and seeing, Jesus says in this parable, it's believing the way of righteousness. Right? That's, that's why the tax collectors and harlots enter the kingdom before them, because they saw the way of righteousness, they relented of their old ways, and they believed it. And that belief turned them to do the will of the Father. So when you're talking about it's not desire that's sinful. It's where that desire comes from. If it comes from us, it's not coming from God, that sinful desire. If mm-hmm. it comes from God, that's perfectly legitimate, and we should use that and work with it because it just drives that fire even more. Because Jesus longed that he desire to eat. That's the Passover supper with his, you know, that's desire, but it's it's legitimate desire from God. So... It's understanding the, the way Jesus says, John came to you in the way of righteousness. We need to also understand that way, that righteousness, and then believe it and act on it um, so that we can do the will of the Father. And these things don't just come to us. I think it's a very... Valid point. Like, we don't just know. Like, yes. that, that's the point yeah. of, like, what we're doing now and and what we're urged to do is, like, can, like search the scriptures and keep reading and keep studying because we don't just know. But it's in here. And, and you know, faith comes from hearing and hearing from the Word of God. Like, the more we yes. read this and we study and we dig in, then then it's like we, we begin to turn and mm-hmm. change. and. But not to, But not to study... For the sake of knowledge, right? No, no. But to study for the sake of like figuring out how to open our hearts the right way. Absolutely. Because that's kind of what this, you know, the, you know, the the people were from the establishment. This is yeah. the second group of people. They're establishment people, and they couldn't seem to get their arms around it, right? Whereas you know the harlots and the tax collectors, they're the non-established, you know, religious community. You know, they just see it and they get Jesus. They see like with their hearts what's going on with the story. And so they just jump in with it. They don't overthink it, right? 
and we have a tendency to fall in that overthink it trap, right? So that's all I say is when we study it, just the um, knowledge for the sake of knowledge isn't going to do anything. I've been, yeah, I've been talking to some guys recently who it's, the impression I get from them is like, they seem to think that the Holy Spirit is sort of guiding them as to like where they're going to go and have lunch today. Like that's of some sort of faith trigger. Well, that's not, that's, uh, it's difficult for me to understand that because like you said, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's how we understand the will of God is right. through scripture. It's mm-hmm. not feeling the Holy Spirit guiding me to this burger joint instead of that pizza joint. That's, the Holy Spirit does not care about where I have lunch. Yeah. The Holy Spirit cares about me doing the will of God the Father. Right. Like, right. that's what the whole plan is. And the only way I know that is through Scripture. Right. It's not some magical revelation. It's not what my heart thinks it should be. It's what are the words on the page telling me to do. Right. Yeah. And so you hear God's will and you say, I will do it or I won't do it. And then you have to act on that. Yes. One way or another. And that's the, yeah, that's the, that's the key. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the crux of the problem right there. Yeah. 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 And that's where it gets hard because it's not sure, only yeah. do you have to actually do it, but I mean, that's not, on, on a Saturday, you'd probably rather be doing something else than uh, knocking on someone's door, you know, or whatever, <laughs> totally. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah that's... But the, the more you read, read these pages and and it, because if you were the one who said no then the reaction should be well let me figure out if it's really true yeah. but the more you read all it, it says to you surrender it says to you to, like let go like can't do what you, you can't do what you want to do you gotta let go you gotta let go and I mean that's part of you know the, the heart that you have to have and, and these people I mean these tax collectors these harlots willing to let go to enter the kingdom of heaven and that's what it takes hey thanks for listening to Seeker find us at seekerpodcast.com Check out our website to get more information about The Seeker Project. Also check out our blog and some other information we have there as well. Thank you, my friends. Have a good one.